Around Australia we go on Triple M. This is Malloy with Mick Malloy. And joining us now from Triple M Sydney is Merrick Watts. Hello, Miz. How are you? Great to be back, Mick. How you been, mate? I've been very good. Still recovering from some of the nasty things you said about (laughs) my calf muscles. The last time you were on this program, how do you describe them? I did at the time describe them as a couple of boiled eggs with pubes on them. Um, <laughs> but I, I've had I've had Very some time hurtful. to think I've had some time to think about it, and it, yes. I, I actually think that they're more like somebody's removed the breasts of a Christmas turkey and placed <laughs> them delicately in the backs of your calves because they, I'm not going to lie, they've got beautiful shape and form. Yeah, they yeah. just don't look like they belong there. That's all. <laughs> I call them leg candy. The girls oh, that, love them. Oh, oh yeah. It is that, definitely oh. leg candy. I've had a lot of, since we uh, last spoke, Mick, I've had quite a lot of feedback from women about your calves, really? asking me about it, talking about it, asking yeah. if I had pictures. And it's mm. been if, really if the, if the Chippendales had a group mm. who I didn't take their clothes off but just pulled their pants up to about <laughs> knee level, yep. I would be the airline pilot in that troop. Yeah. 100% you, know what I mean? you would. It yeah. would indeed. Hey, enough of our It would be called Welcome to the Carvery. Not bad. Not Women will be stuffing $20 notes down my socks. <laughs> Form an orderly queue, ladies. Form an orderly queue. Slap him on the knees. Oh, too high. Too high. You've got to get out of here, Dorothy. No, he touched you his kneecap. You know the rules. You can look nothing. at his calves, but you can't touch. All you right? know that. Nothing, ab- nothing above the ITB. You know the rules. <laughs> all right, all right. Enough about me. On to mm. you. True or false, you've been appearing uh, uh, interstate. As a motivational speaker, I can't oh, keep I, up with you. Is whoa. this true? Mate, you know me. I'm a man uh, with many arrows in my quiver, and one of them is yeah. now a newly formed motivational speaker um, on Friday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, it says either one of two things. Either I've gone up in stature or the country standards have come <laughs> horribly. <laughs> Who were you motivating? Tumbling. Yeah. Who did you um, choose to motivate? I went to a high school in Mount Gambier in South Australia, only place ever to ask me to do oh, it, Gam- including my oh. own high school in Eltham, who's never bothered to require <laughs> my services. In, in fact, they've put out a restraining order and you're not allowed within Correct. 500 metres of that school, is my Correct. understanding. That's right. Um, that was actually imposed when I was there. So, that's... <laughs> so the Gamb, home of the Blue Lakes, mm, yeah. and the greatest steakhouse in Australia, which is the that. barn. Yeah. Did, yeah. Did you, did you get along to the barn? You know, I no need, I, don't need to I, motivate me to get to the barn. Mm. No, I didn't on this occasion, Mitch, Mick, which was pretty disappointing because uh, it, there was the opportunity. But it, I had to fulfil my uh, obligations to the South Australian Police. To um, <laughs> no, seriously, I was picked up from the airport by SO uh, Police, and they took me to the high school. Haven't to we get all the been speech. doing that? <laughs> exactly. You know, Mick, you know what, I don't know if you've ever done this, but have you ever been in the front seat, passenger seat of a police vehicle? It is just. Yeah. Refreshing yeah. is what it is. <laughs> Normally in the back what goes on up there. Yeah, because I mean, life. you don't have to wear you don't have to wear any bracelets or any jewellery, and <laughs> you can just sit there and you got a view, and you, you know you got the they got the iPad there. It's like it's really they it's give just you a nice. Go on the sirens, yeah, they let you on the intercom. What happened? No, nah, wasn't let to touch anything. Nah. I even asked if I could uh, have a little bit of a go at the holstered weapon, and I was <laughs> told. Not under any circumstances yeah. were you allowed did, to touch anything. Did you go through the McDonald's drive-thru and get half-priced McDonald's? Or is that not allowed anymore? I remember the no, old days. That no, was... I, don't, I think that's been banned because it sounds like fun. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's, that's off that's off the list. So, but so, went... why, why, so the police have asked you to Mount Gambia yep. to give yep. a mo- motivational talk to the kids. Yep. Why? 
Because what's happened is a few people had seen me on SAS Australia and they've gone, there's a guy who's managed oh, yeah. to, you know, tell a story and, and, and have some sort of change in his life. He'd hmm. be a great motivational speaker for a bunch of high school students. You know, maybe some of them, are, you know, going through yep. those turbulent years of high school. So they assembled about, I don't know, 500 kids or something like that in a hall. And when I walked in there, I thought, I'm going to nail this. I put a lot of effort into thinking about yeah. this gig because I, obviously I expected to be remunerated. I wasn't. <laughs> there was no, there was no money. Oh, there was nothing. <laughs> I was really gutted. I was filthy. I was, I was certain there was a $500 packet with that. Anyway, so. I'd suggest this one get out of jail free card coming your way, <laughs> Yeah, I could just drive wherever I like, whenever I like. But I um, I stood up in about five, front of 500 kids, Mick. And as you'd know, right, you've done enough gigs that the sure. most terrifying audience you can face is not your peers, it's oh, teenagers. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can smell the fear on them. Uh, and when I say smell the fear, it's actually just their weird hormones that are going on. Is it teenagers? Teenage boys just smell. And I said, um, okay, so just an idea, you know, uh, how many people here have seen uh, SAS Australia? Three hands went up and I went, well, there's a good start. It's not even one in a hundred. Yes. And how'd you go? You would have, did you win them over? Oh, absolutely, because um, what I did is I tried to relate to them about my own experiences and tried to you know, say to them, look, don't do this, don't do that. And then I gave them examples of all the things I was telling them not to do, um, circumstances where I had done those things. So basically yeah, right. what I did is I tried, uh, it was a more, almost like a reverse, reverse, reverse psychology, <laughs> yes. where I told them, don't do all of the things that I've listed that I've done and then become a success like I have. And then they went, you're not that big a success, mate. And I went, yeah, true. <laughs> you weren't discouraging anyone. Hold that thought. Yes. We're going to come back and talk more about that. Dave, can you motivate people to listen to this next song? Yeah, you bet. We're going to take a break. But a shout out a to break. the Limestone Coast 963 AM, Triple M in Mount Gambier. You got uh, you in for breakfast there and uh, listening to us yeah, today. Yeah, good people. Yeah, you bet. All right, more with Merrick next. Right. It is Mick Malloy. Merrick, what's with us as well? couple of big ticket items we need to discuss. Firstly, have you broken a record recently that I need to know about? Yeah, it was an ice bath record at a, a, a local... <laughs> Again, what is wrong with you? I just, too much spare time on your hands and you... Just on the farm. I know. On the couch. Get fat. Come on. I just, I, it's, you know what? I've got to this point now where I just, I see a stupid challenge and I've got to take it. Like, I don't so, want a real challenge. Like, somebody said to me, why don't you be a better father? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. What are you Steady. doing? Steady. I'm just going to get in my togs and jump into this ice bath for how long? 33 minutes I, oh, I did the other day. Wow. Broke a new record at the establishment where they have a lot of footy players go there and take the ice baths. And uh, I found out that somebody had uh, had done 32 minutes. And I said, well, that's it. I'm doing more. And they went, okay, no dramas. And in my mind, I just thought, you know, it's some massive footy player. I'll find out who it is after I've done it. And then mm. I'll crush their emotions by mm. telling them I've done better. <laughs> and then I found out it was a 19-year-old girl. And I went, okay, <laughs> you really are... You really are pathetic, Merrick. You, <laughs> you know what? Uh, nearly killed yourself. Yeah. You know my record? For Nine an ice bath? and a half hours. An ice that was bath? A pool, that was a pool bar. Pool oh, bar. That, pool that bar. was a pool, and pool bar. Yeah. And it wasn't icy. In fact, where I was, it was pretty warm. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> to, to, to tell you the truth. But, but, but yeah, nine the, and a half hours in a pool bar, you try it, and when you get out, when when the when the barman has to put your shoes on and tie up your laces, <laughs> yeah. you must have broken some kind of record worth breaking. Okay. I would First thought. of all, what I love about that, Mick, is that you've worn shoes with laces to a <laughs> swim-up bar. 
That in itself is another level. Like, well, it is. I commend you. <laughs> the only thing, too, nine and a half hours, you're going to hit fatigue wall for sure. So yeah. what you need, you need, obviously, vitamin B. You're going to have a few Barocas before mm. you go in there oh, yeah. just to keep your, you know, your, your vitals <laughs> going. And then, then you've, you've got the pressure there. You just go, what do I do? I mean, I'm, I'm in this situation now. What do I do? Do I quit? No, I can't quit. No. But you've had three Barocas. What are you going to do? Soldier on. I was, I like you're Des Renford. Like Des Renford. <laughs> right, I covered okay. myself in chicken fat. <laughs> Lead it a shark cage. Okay, let's let's park that for a minute. Have you have you now? Did I hear you got your forklift license? Yeah, now went out and got my forklift license. Uh, So I'm I'm an official forklift driver now. This is part. Congratulations. Have you have you had the forklift out? Have you have you been? No, I can't actually drive it. I got the license, but seriously, you do not want to see me behind the wheel of a forklift. Somebody will will be injured severely. So you haven't been out cruising for chicks or anything, Mm. or you got yourself a novelty horn, or you haven't had it out in the road. No, nothing. No, I think a lot of people often say Hilto, the other Lamborghini, when they're talking (laughs) about vehicles, uh, because they are they are. A very unattractive vehicle to drive, and I'm not going to. I don't know anybody who's managed to attract the same sex or the opposite sex with a forklift. But I, I got my oh, forklift. Shirley and Laverne. License. I thought Shirley and Laverne at the start of Laverne and Shirley. Laverne. Oh yeah, a bit old That's for you, right. but no, some no. people will get that reference. So what, this is part of your quest to get as many licenses as you can. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah. I, I lost my mind because at the moment I've got a I've got a jet ski license, a boat license, a fishing license, car license, motorcycle license, forklift driver. License. Wait for it. Ready for it. now. The other ones that really, really count. Mm. I've got a license to Segway. That's right. I've got an actual. <laughs> oh. And I just did that. The irony in there, of course, is that I just did that twice. I did a Segway, <laughs> talking about getting a Segway license, which just only shows you that I'm entirely qualified. So I can write a Segway. I've got a license for that. I've also got a barbecue judging license. Yes, bang, got wow. that too. Yeah, because if you need your barbecues judge, I'm officially capable of doing that. So I've got. Yeah, I know, and I can judge wine as well. So I've got certifications. I've got every type of license. What do you, you need? Can get. I need. Here's the one, Mick, and this mm. is where I think I want your advice on it because I think I've hit a, a stumbling block here. I need a responsible service of alcohol license because it's the only one left on the register that I don't have. Oh, I can help there. What can about I? this? You have to work out whether to serve me or not, or whether another drink someone's going to get glassed, <laughs> or whether oh. I'm going to be taken home in a divvy van. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this could be good because I've had experience. <laughs> this I could be. You know how how the guys who get attacked by dogs have all the equipment on. Yes, I'll be that guy for you. <laughs> right. I will come to the bar and I will cause trouble. And you have to work out whether. I mean, if you pass this test, mm. you'll be yeah. not only that they'll make you the publican. Yeah, absolutely. It's because basically you're kind of like um kind of like a first responder for uh, for responsible <laughs> service of alcohol. Mick, have you ever been denied service? Yes. So, well, no, 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 no. That was well, the most rhetorical question well, of all, yes, wasn't I it? Have. I have on many an occasion. Uh, but the one that sticks out was I was at the Beach Road Hotel in Bondi and there was mm. a woman, a barmaid, who was arguing with a guy who was, who was a responsible serving of alcohol. And I sat there patiently. I listened for 10 minutes, for 10 minutes. And after 10 minutes of her trying to reason with this guy, I go, excuse me, could you just serve me? And then deal with that? And she's gone, right, called the bouncer <laughs> over and had me thrown out. <laughs> Okay, but he's the drunk one. He's the drunk one. I just wanted a beer. Because that makes you sound more sober when you start yelling and flailing your hands <laughs> right. around. Oh, no. like, then Maybe. they just go, oh, yeah, yeah. he's definitely sober. That bloke, he needs, you know, he needs a beer to calm down. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've always found the more you protest, the more they yeah. like it. Hey, yeah. 
Any gigs to plug before we get out of here? Uh, unfortunately, all Grapes of Mirth shows are sold out at the moment, but I'll give you some oh. details of ones that are coming up. I know. I Love always it, pick Mez. the most opportune times to come on and flog something that can't be sold. What a <laughs> well, great you just ring guy. us up any time and let us know, and we'll plug them anyway. Good on you, mate. Absolute pleasure. Speak to you soon. That's Merrick Watts. Grapesofmirth.com.au, by the way. That's the website to check out for any upcoming dates. All right, more to come with Malloy right after this. This is Triple M.